But you don't know me. Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to You Don't Know Me, a podcast about people you don't know. I'm your host, Veeps, and today we have a brand new guest. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is J-Man. So tell us a little bit, before we launch into the your great stories here, tell us a little bit about how you found YDKM. Yeah, so I, uh, like most millennials, uh, was bored one night and was just swiping on Tinder mm-hmm. because it's what you do, <laughs> and uh, you created a Tinder profile for the podcast. Yep. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I've, one, been wanting to maybe get into podcasting myself. And, and also, like I told you previously, I used to do college radio. Yeah. And so it was just like, it's just something I really enjoy. And I uh, went to your website and checked it out and was like, oh, this is really interesting and that sort of thing. And uh, I will say I'm a little upset with you because <laughs> when I swiped right, we didn't match. And I was like, what? I can't even match with a podcast? What the hell is this? So, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, Veep's here. I do have, you know, a day job and like a crazy life that actually pulls me away sometimes from the podcast. And I forgot about the Tinder profile. So I made oh, really? it okay. and then I was like, do I really want to deal with Tinder? <laughs> like, and then I just stopped. And then honestly, I, I like didn't match with anybody. I just created the profile and let it sit there. Okay. And then I that didn't match sense. with anybody. And then finally I got back on actually because you okay. reached out to us yeah. outside of it. Yeah. So like I said, I found you on tw- on tw- uh, Tinder, excuse me. And then uh, I Googled you, came across <laughs> your website and then found you on Twitter and like tweeted you and was like, yo, I've got stories. People need to know them. So yeah, that's how I'm here. That's awesome. And I never actually found your profile. Like that never popped up. Really? So even then I've been, even since I've been active, like on there trying to like talk to people and build up, you know, uh, the reputation of the show, like I haven't ever come across you. I was like kind of expecting you to be the first one that popped up. (laughs) Didn't ever see you. All right then. So Tinder, God, what's going on? (laughs) Oh gosh. Tinder is... So many feelings and words. <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> as you guys can tell, this is going to be another Tinder podcast. It is. It is. <laughs> another one of our infamous Tinder files. Mm-hmm. Um, so, J-Man here has got some really, really cool stories. And first things first, before we launch into this, I really want to know a little bit about your Tinder brand. What does your oh, Tinder profile gosh. look like? Um, I guess I'll just go ahead and... Pull it out. Uh, that's what she said. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm probably going to say that's what she said a billion times on this podcast. That's okay. I can edit it out. It's fine. I'll just delete half your show. <laughs> oh, that's thanks. I appreciate kidding. that. Um, how about this? Instead of launching into what I feel like my profile is, I'll let you look at it, mm. and then we can go from there. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna dissect his Tinder breed. We are. So. Okay. Go. Interesting. Is that mm. you singing? That is me singing, uh, and I got the uh, awesome chance to sing live on stage with Twenty One Pilots. So, what? Yeah, that's the singer of 21 Pilots. Yeah. Tyler Holy Joseph. crap. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I sang terribly, but it was a phenomenal experience and I wouldn't trade it for the world. So you don't actually sing. You just got pulled on stage. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. I, I kind of got selected. Um, yeah. And I feel like that may give away who I am to anyone listening to this, but at some time, I don't care. If they figure it out, they figure it out. So yeah. fuck it. So if you see him on Tinder, swipe right. Yeah. He's got some awesome yeah. stories. <laughs> um, but for all of you guys listening, the 
first picture here is of him on stage looking like a complete fucking rock star with 21 <laughs> pilots <laughs> lead singer um and his it definitely says some nerdy stuff yes bears beats battlestar galactica hey can't hate on that that's awesome um moses better than chipotle yes i wonder if there's going to be some pushback on that oh i don't bring it it's, uh, <laughs> all you listeners if you think Chipotle's better bring it i will debate this and i do not care you're not going to convince me <laughs> and you still use Vine, apparently. <laughs> I, well, not now, because it's dead. Like, Twitter officially killed it this week. Are they going to? Yeah. So. Well, you you had it until the very end. Yes. You know, valiant effort there. <laughs> very cool. So, I'm getting, from your brand, a little mm-hmm. bit nerdy, really into music. Mm-hmm. I mean, weirdly argumentative about Moe's. <laughs> um, you like Netflix and video games and stuff like that. So, you have a lot of hobbies. That's kind of what I'm getting here. Um, some of them really active as well very cool so yeah that's you know i guess that's my brand um i'm definitely a nerdy dork whatever you want to call me yeah. um i also think there's another part of my brand that you didn't pick up on mm. and this will we'll talk I didn't swipe through the rest of the picture okay gotcha. why, yeah um i feel like i give off the good guy vibe see that i yeah. feel like i give off the like yeah you're like genuine and honest yeah, throughout like, all of it you're like, not like yeah. cracking a joke but your joke is like very like pc like it's very like yeah yeah like there, there's that like, like moe's versus chipotle is the only joke in there <laughs> yeah like it's just and because i hate the, the i'm an e, enfp and i'm six foot like i'm six foot two but i'm not gonna put that in my damn profile like if you want to know that just ask me i'm not yeah if that know, matters to you that's probably not the right person yeah anyway, like you know? it's just like i don't get that whole and then also i don't understand this like Half the female population on Tinder. How the fuck are you all equestrians? I don't get it. Like what? Yeah. Like it's, I swear, like half the girls I've, I've matched with are like, I ride horses, and they have like one picture of them standing next to a horse. And I'm like, when did riding horses become a thing? But I'm like, we're also in Georgia, so I guess yeah. it kind of like I don't know. It's just weird. Do you live in the city or? I yeah, I do. I live uh, actually in the historic district of College Park. Um. Awesome. So. We talked a little bit about your Tinder brand. Mm-hmm. So how did you end up on Tinder? Well, first of all, how long have you been on Tinder? I've been on Tinder since, uh, I think it was like mid-January 2015. Okay, so there. wow. So you're yeah. a Tinder veteran. So Well, not as not as much as, I guess, what was it? Uh, we were talking about Coach earlier. Yeah. He's been on since like, what, 2013 or whatever? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's like way, way veteran. Yeah. Um, so, which, by the way, his podcast is phenomenal. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, I've, I've been on it uh, about, I guess, close to two years now, nearing that pretty soon. Cool. So. And are you like an active user or is it like on again, off again? On again, off again. At this point, I use it mainly when I'm bored. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting there. Only when I poop in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's the, yeah, no, I mean, that happens sometimes. Like, I mean. It, that was probably one of the best descriptions I read. It was like, <laughs> I only tender when I poop. And then I started seeing it all the time. And I was like, all right, it was funny at first. Mm, yeah. That's like, have, like, I've seen profiles, like the same profile over and over. Like, it's different people, but like, they have the same jokes. I'm like, all yeah. right, it's like. Fluent and sarcasm. That's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. are, are looking, um. Or just a Tinderella looking for more prints. I've seen that a billion times. I'm like, no, that's weird. Um, <laughs> nope, still creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, almost, I would say about two years now. But yeah, on and, on and off again. And uh, it's just, I don't know. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of over Tinder. Like, yeah. I, but I'm not going to delete it. I still have it. I'm still going to use it. So. <laughs> I think everybody gets to that point. Like once yeah. you've used it for more than like a few months, like yeah. the shine wears off. You're kind of like, yeah. you really see the dirty, seedy underbelly of it. 
Um, because it's people, and there's always going to be that when yeah. there's people involved. I've right? got a, a friend of mine, uh, my roommate actually, uh, we love browsing the, the Tinder subreddit. If you've never seen it on Reddit, it's hilarious. Okay, we're putting that um, in this. You know, there's great content, and there's a lot of people who, uh, well, mainly guys, I would say, that message like women or the girls they match with like over and over, just like mess with them until they finally get a response. And so the next time that situation starts happening to me, I'm going to find like all like the wacky holidays and be like, happy national cheesecake day, happy <laughs> national whatever, just to like, just to mess with them. Like, I think that's my next goal with Tinder. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> and I think we talked about like why people like don't message back and like why girls tend to not message back. Cause yeah. like I knew why I couldn't. It's just like, it's another full-time job. Right. Like, it's no, it's, insane. it's yeah. dating in general is already a full-time job. Yeah. And then online dating is such a vast thing now that it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's just insane. Okay, cool. So how did you end up on Tinder? So I ended up on Tinder uh, because my friends encouraged me to join uh, mainly as a distraction at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the reason being is it was a few weeks after I had gotten out of my engagement. Um, I was engaged to, we were almost together for three years. She Mm. broke it off uh, a few months before it would have been a three year anniversary. And December 2014, it was four days before Christmas. <laughs> and oh, that sucks. Yeah, so... I, I mean, it, there's never a good time to be yeah. but and, Well, it, it it was four days before Christmas when she was just like, yeah, it's over. But two days before that is when we it sort of started happening. Um, and so it was sort of... She was sort of just like, I don't know, I need time, I gotta think about it. And then two days later, it was just like, yeah, fuck you, I'm done. Um, basically. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, and, what, um, so but what it's, happened? Like... I don't... I never really got straight answers. Well, what do you feel like happened? I feel like um, the fact of getting married actually kind of started to scare her, maybe. Yeah. And I feel like we, I, I feel like looking back, we definitely started growing apart and that sort of thing. And mm. we just didn't realize that at the time. And um, which is fine. It happens. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was rough for a while. Um, but it's, it's got some great stories from just the situation alone. <laughs> Um, so like I said, so December 19th is when it all started happening. Yeah. And, uh, I was actually at work Mm. when like it all started happening Uh and I had to sit there for like three or four hours. Just like, what am I going to do? Like, I didn't know what to do. Was it over text or? Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was, it was over text. Welcome to millennial. Yeah. It was, I kind of like forced it out of her because I was supposed to actually. So at the time I was living out in Carrollton. Because mm-hmm. I attended uh, University of West Georgia, mm-hmm. um, and again, I'm probably gonna say things that might people might figure out who I am, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> You're gonna share it on social media, <laughs> so it's. <laughs> um, so I was living out there, and um, a job was out there, and I was actually supposed to be coming up to Atlanta for the weekend to hang out with some friends. Mm-hmm. And so she texted me. She was like, "Hey, have you decided if you're gonna go tonight, or are you gonna leave tomorrow?" And I was like, oh, I haven't really decided yet, trying to figure out. And she was like, well, would you be offended if I asked you to go tonight? And in my head, because it was Christmas time, I was yeah. like, oh, she's messing with me because she wants to wrap gifts. And I was so I was just like, oh, I'm really offended. Like, how dare you? Like, just messing with her. And she was just like, well, I really need time and space to think about us. And I was like, what? So I called her and I was like, what are you talking about? And she didn't really go into it, but she was just like, I just, I need to be alone this weekend. Um, so yeah. And so three of my best friends, um, who I knew from college still lived in Carrollton at the time. And one of them is now my roommate. Um, and I called him and he was at work. He works for some of the radio stations in Atlanta. 
Oh, cool. And yeah, it's, it's great um, because I get a lot, uh, we get a lot of free stuff and we get to do a lot of things for free. So it's fantastic. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah, like we we had like a we t- don't get those perks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, like for example, this summer um, we had a two two and a half week notice. And his boss was like, "Hey, here's two media tickets to Bonnaroo. Go have fun." Yeah, so like on two weeks notice, we got to go to Bonnaroo. Oh uh, man, stuff like that. And also, how are you going to take time off for that <laughs> two weeks notice? <laughs> I put it in. My boss was like, "All right, go have fun." <laughs> so it was great. Yeah. Um, and so I called him, and he was actually in a scissor lift hanging banners for uh like the christmas concert that night and he was like dude i can't do anything i'm sorry like i'm in atlanta like i feel bad blah blah, blah. so i called my buddy uh we'll call him tim hmm. so i called tim and he was actually uh on a bachelor party in alabama <laughs> and he's in a fucking deer stand <laughs> and he's like whispering he's like i can't i can't talk i'm sorry like i i, I love you but i'm sorry and he like hangs up on me and i'm like son of a bitch <laughs> all of my friends have deserted me god dang it and so i called another buddy of mine uh and these three all live together uh we'll call him uh anthony why not because the first name popped in my head so i called anthony and he actually did have dinner plans tonight with his girlfriend now fiance yeah with her family but he was like look i'm gonna leave you my key uh on the patio come over crash here we'll talk when i get there and all this sort of thing so eventually i was able to go somewhere and, and all that um, so basically you guys were living together at the time. Me and my, my ex, yes. In Carrollton. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And so she wanted you to go earlier so that she had more alone time. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, long winded, but yeah, that's yeah. how it sort of all Got started. It. So yeah. I, for some reason I thought she was in Atlanta. No, 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 no. I yeah. was, um, I was going to Atlanta to visit friends is what it Got was. It. And cool. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So you had to go stay with your friend. Yeah, I had to go stay over there. Um, and when he got there, I was drunk as hell. Um, <laughs> like you do. Yeah, I like, so I, I went to the house and packed a bag and was like, what am I going to do for food? Uh, stopped at a Chinese food place because like she was like really trying to get healthy. And I was like, this would piss her off if I had this. So fuck it, I'm getting Chinese. And right next door is a liquor store. Uh, so I bought like two 24 ounce cans of Yingling. I bought a 12 pack. And a 750 milliliter bottle of Fireball. Because at the time, that was like my drink. Yeah. Um, Sean gets home. I had, I think, both of the tall cans of Yingling. And after that, I was like, fuck it. I'm going whiskey. Um, <laughs> I'll just say this. I woke up the next morning, had a headache, and checked the, the whiskey. I drank half the fucking bottle by myself. Ugh. Yeah. Like, it was Ugh. it was rough. <laughs> Fireball hangovers. Ugh. Yeah. It's Gross. Wine hangovers are worse, in my oh, opinion. Oh, yeah. That's um, probably the worst. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, no. they're all bad. Let, let's not kid ourselves. And as you get older, they just get worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but, yeah, that's sort of, like, how... That's all it all started, and there's a lot more details to it. And, honestly, we could do an entire podcast of, like, that journey <laughs> of going through the broken engagement and all that but um that's sort of how it started and you know a few weeks after that um when it was finally like officially over or whatever um i joined tinder and that's sort of like was the catalyst of getting me to get on tinder i guess Mm, interesting yeah that was quick quick on the rebound there well my friends i guess they were like just like dude you're so down in the dumps weird like i was like it took me a few months to like have a genuine laugh i felt like like i was faking everything um so oh. <laughs> you got onto Tinder. Yes. Let's talk about the rebound. I'm sure oh, there was gosh. a first date, right? So <laughs> there were, um, what's really funny is, um, <laughs> my, my first match on Tinder, mm-hmm. um, I was actually, cause I had to move out where, you know, I was living with her, moved out, moved into a new place mm-hmm. and, um, 
I can't remember what it, why, but basically, um, I had to borrow my mom's truck, <laughs> and I. But I had stuff at her house. I think it was. Um, I think it was my old bed. That's what it was. Got it. Um, and so me and my now roommate, we went uh, all the way down to Stockbridge where she lived at the time, mm-hmm. um, and got that. And we were sitting in her living room, um, and uh, she was ordering us dinner and. We're swiping and I get a match and I was like, oh, that, so that's all this work. Like I think she was like my first match too, like yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, oh, okay. And we started talking, and um, <laughs> so come to find out though, uh, later that night I went back to Carrollton, and then you know it tells you how far away you are from each other. Well, the mileage increased a lot. Oh. So she was living near, not far from my mom's, basically. Got it. And um, so we still talked, and we enjoyed talking to each other. And so I think it was like either the next weekend or like the weekend after that, eventually we're like, let's actually meet in person. And so it was a Sunday. We had lunch together in Atlanta and spent a few hours with her. And it was really it was a good time, you know. It was nice. And then we kept talking, and she, I was like, hey, um, I really want to see you again. I enjoyed hanging out with you. So how about this? I need to have to work on Saturday. What time? What I need to come pick you up to give you enough time to go home and change and relax a little bit before yeah. we go out. Like I wanted to, you know, just give her time to breathe or whatever. And at the time, she was living with her parents because she was still back in school, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she goes, uh, "Well, I, you know, just dealing with my parents rather than I deal with it. So it'd be easier if I just came out and drove and see, saw you." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, I'm cool with that. <laughs> you like." You want to come all the way out here and probably pack it back. Like, I'm cool with this. Yeah. Like, whatever. Like, rebound. <laughs> cool. Let's do it. Um, and so she drove out, took her to dinner. Uh, we came back, and we started watching Game of Thrones. Because she was huge into it, and yeah. I had never watched it. Oh. And, yeah, like, I had never watched it, and she was just like, you're watching it. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So we started watching it, and I couldn't pay attention to the show. because <laughs> Not because of her, but because she ripped it from the internet. And the subtitles were like in fucking Icelandic. <laughs> and I was like, how is that a word? That doesn't, how do you, pre- what the fuck? Like the whole time, like, I cannot focus on the actual content of the show. Yeah. And so we're watching it and she eventually like just falls asleep on me. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, whatever. Like we'll go to bed. So we go to bed. I fell asleep for 30, 45 minutes. Woke yeah. up and could see that she was still uh, awake. She passed out for about an hour. Yeah. So I guess she was just like having trouble falling asleep or whatever. And then one thing led to another. We started kissing and making out. Yeah. And I was like, sweet. Uh, <laughs> sweet. I'm cool, whatever. Chicken my bed. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> Not complaining. And she started getting on top of me. We're doing a play by play here, folks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really detailed sometimes. Um, basically, she stops and she goes, There's something I need to tell you. Uh-oh. And I, I looked at her and was like, If you tell me you have a penis, you're getting the fuck out. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you're driving home tonight. She's like, Nope, don't have a dick. I'm like, All right, cool. Come to find out, she had never, she's never slept with anyone, ever. Oh. She was a virgin. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. All right. Um, it's not I, casual anymore. You're like, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I immediately was basically like, all right, well, you see these pillows? You do not cross this line. <laughs> you just, you stay on your side of the pillow line. Yeah. Like, you no. Um, <laughs> we're building a wall. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a Trump wall, but we're building a wall. Um, and so, but it, like, I handled it very well. I felt like I was just like, look, like, 
that's cool. Like I have nothing against it, but at the same yeah. time, like that's yours. Like I'm not going into it's that your territory. Choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna like force you to do anything. I'm not like whatever. Like I handled it very, very maturely. I felt like, and we kind of talked here and there after that, but mm-hmm. like we never, they never went anywhere else after that because it was just weird, I guess. You were just like not in that place where you're like, I don't. Yeah, I was just like, I can't handle this. Like, <laughs> I can't. Was she like interested in? Like, saving herself? Or, like, what was her perspective on that? If I remember correctly, I feel like... I think it's just that she never really felt comfortable enough. Got it. Mm. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't happen sometimes. Yeah. That's so, fair. Yeah. So, that was uh, my first Tinder <laughs> experience. and that Not was, the rebound you hoped. <laughs> no. Uh, that was my first Tinder experience. And it wasn't the first virgin I've ever matched with on Tinder either. Um, is, it this, is this the nice guy thing that you're talking about? I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... I've matched with quite a few virgins, and I'm like, I don't get it. Like, why am I checking the virgins? You're like, no, I'm a dirty old man. Why don't you guys see this? (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so you didn't, things didn't work out with her. No, no. (laughs) But um, I know you mentioned that the second person that you matched with was a pretty good story. So it sounds like early on, you're kind of cutting your teeth on some some interesting individuals here. (laughs) So the second individual I matched with... um, she <laughs> uh, she lived in Atlanta, still does, I mm-hmm. think. I don't know. I haven't talked to her in a very, very long time. Um, and so we matched. She started talking. And she's like, hey, um, I really want to meet you. I enjoy talking to you, that sort of thing. Um, and it was just going to be dinner. Like, I wasn't expecting yeah. anything. Um, but in the back of my head, I was also like, I'm going to pack a bag because who knows what's going to happen. Um, so I did throw that in my car. Um, <laughs> disclaimer, I am still a dirt bag. <laughs> oh yeah. I was very, I was a, in college before I started dating the girl I got engaged to, uh, I was a complete dirt bag. She kind of changed me. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like after the engagement, like in that sort of situation, I feel like you're allowed to go through like a weird grieving period. Yeah. And so like, I reverted. Make some questionable decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally did. This was it right here. Um, <laughs> so we match, we, we go to dinner, have a good time. Uh, we go back to her place. We pregame a little bit, uh, cause she lived off of ponds. And so there's a bunch of bars, blah, yeah. blah. So like in that midtown area. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, uh, go drinking, um, and start making out at the bar. So I was like, all right, this is going in the right direction this time. Like, fantastic. Uh, we go back to her place and uh, she basically like pushes me onto the couch, whatever. And eventually things go to the bedroom. And the first thing she does is she goes, do you want to meet my friend? And I'm like, what? Huh? She pulled out her uh, dildo out of her, her bedside drawer. And I was just like. All right, cool, whatever. You're kinky. I'm cool with this. Like, <laughs> sure. Um, but then at some point, she also goes, oh, by the way, I'm into butt stuff. But we'll have to work you up to that. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Like, yeah. Like, butt stuff for you, then? No, like, she, like, like the penis in her ass, basically. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's Which, I thought she, I thought when she said, I have to work you up to that. Well, that's, what, that's like, what she meant. She was just like, I guess we'll have to like, you know, get you inundated first with me or whatever. I don't know yeah. what she meant by it. Yeah. Um, but no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, if you're into it, that's fine. I don't judge. But like, I just, I don't feel comfortable with the, with the chance of having like fecal matter on my genitals. <laughs> Especially not on like a first date. Right. Like, that's like at least third date stuff. Come on. <laughs> at least third. At least third. 
Um, so yeah, no, that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but other things did happen. So it was the rebound I wanted and it was great. And I finally had sex <laughs> for a while, for the first time in a while. So that was fantastic. So we kept talking and uh, a few days later, she's like, Hey, uh, I'm going out this Saturday for my friend's birthday. Mm. Do you want to come with me? And I was like, yeah, sure. And, uh, her friend, uh, is a gay guy. And mm-hmm. so we went to friends on ponds, which Ooh, is, you know, that's gay a bar. fun place. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It's kind I, of like, it's like the dive bar we all want. It's the dive gay bar. Right. Yeah. And it was, I mean, like I had no problems with it. It was cool. Whatever. It was yeah. a fun experience. Um, and I, I, I specified the bar because you'll find out here in a few seconds. Um, <laughs> the story never ends basically. Like there's stuff that still happens because of it. Um, <laughs> So we went there, went back to her place, and we're drunk. Yeah. Like crazy drunk. You don't go to friends and leave sober. It just no. doesn't happen. No. <laughs> and so <laughs> we're making it on her couch, and then she starts like crying. Whoa. She like dissolves into drunkenly telling me her life story. And I'm like, oh God. Like she's in my lap. Like, facing me. And I'm like, I don't... What the fuck? I don't know what to do. I'm, like, freaking out. And so I... Was, you know, you could try being a sensitive person, but... Well, come on. I'm getting there. <laughs> okay. Wow. I feel like you have, like, no faith in me. I appreciate that. You're like my mom. Like, like my mom... Okay, so my mom has, like, been constantly trying to, like, set me up with this girl that goes to her church. Yeah. But, like, this girl is, like, the music director's, like, daughter. And she's really in a church. You're like, Mom, I, I don't think you want me to fuck that up for you. <laughs> no, exactly. I'm like, one, you don't want me to fuck that up. And two, I'm pretty sure I'll watch into that church. The place would burn to the ground. Like, it's just, no, it's a bad idea. Um, and it's just, oh, my God, my mom. God bless her. Um, so anyway, the girl's crying. The girl's crying. And so I, I was very nice. You know, I'm like patting her back. I'm hugging her. I tell her my life story. Like, I'm like, and she knew like the whole engagement thing. So mm-hmm. I... I go into that more and I tell other things I've experienced with my life and like the first girl she goes there's something I want to tell you but I probably shouldn't and I'm like well no you're not a virgin so we're good on that um so I'm like so jokingly I'm like you don't have a penis do you she's like no no I don't have a penis I'm like, you guys already right. sex do what didn't you guys already have sex yeah like, I know but like I like I don't know I don't know I was drunk um, maybe it was hiding <laughs> Um, so there was that and verbatim, I don't know how I remember this, but she says, I think I could easily see myself loving you. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like second That's day. It? Full stop. She's like, I, th- I think it was like, I think I could easily see myself loving you. Yeah. That's like all it was like just full stop. Oh shit. Yeah. I'd be like, Ooh, moonwalk out of the room. Yeah. So <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to sleep on the couch. That was my drunk mind. <laughs> drunk penis, on the other hand. <laughs> nope. This is where Tim. Okay. Uh, my buddy Tim loves to give me shit about the story all the time. <laughs> so basically, I ended up sleeping with her that night. <laughs> After she tells me she could see herself loving me. Well, she could have been also drunk. <laughs> See, that's what I thought. I was like, she's just drunk as shit. I was yeah. like, there's no way she meant that. And so the next day, next morning, we get breakfast, whatever. And I kind of didn't talk to her the rest of the day. I was just like processing. Um, so that was Sunday. 
And then Monday, um, I eventually was like, I've got to talk to her. So I ended up calling her and I was like, hey, we need to talk. Yeah. And she immediately goes, I know what you're going to say. I know what we're going to talk about. She goes, she, and she said, let me just say this. I know I shouldn't have said it. I was drunk. Uh, it wasn't right of me. Yeah. But I meant it and I don't regret it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, I tried to give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I was like, she's just drunk. It's fine. Nope. She full on was like, I could see myself loving you. And I was just like, I can't do this. I mean, like, okay, so I don't feel like that's a far-fetched concept to feel early on in a situation where you're like, oh, man, I really click with this yeah. person. Like, I could see myself, like, you know, really developing feelings for them. But don't say it. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, and, and, like, even if you say it, I mean, kudos to her for fucking sticking with what she said. Yeah, no. You know, hey, she's like, I meant it. I said it. Oh, well, you know. But... Also, I could understand being on the receiving end of that, how no. that's kind of slightly traumatizing. Well, and there's also... <laughs> Especially when you're in your situation where yeah. you've been open, like, I just got out of yeah. a crazy three-year relationship, you know? Yeah, and, and I explained that to her. I was just like, look, you knew this happened. And then on top of that, I was just like, it really puts me in an unfair place because I know in the back of my mind, you have these, like, expectations, and it's not fair to you or me because, like, I feel like I can't live up to that right now, that yeah. sort of thing. And so I just... That was it um, with that. And then I basically deleted Tinder for like four months. I, I can just imagine. clean cut was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm done. <laughs> like, this is... This is stressful. Can't handle this yeah. right now. And so... Which is probably... You shouldn't have probably been on that. Early. No, you're right. So thanks to uh, Will and Tim for encouraging me, you assholes. Um, <laughs> I know they're listening. Oh, yeah. They will be. But no. And so what's funny, though, Yeah. is a few months after that... Uh, like a month or two after that, uh, I went to that year's, so 2015 season home opener for the Braves. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Will and Jim were there. Mm-hmm. And so uh, was another buddy of ours. And uh, that was the year they started s- selling King of Pops. Oh, yeah. Uh, at the Braves Stadium. And so there's a guy who's walking around. And he looked familiar. And I was pretty sure I knew where he was from. And I was like, I'm not going to say anything. So he came around at one point. Someone bought a King of Pop. I didn't. He came back again later on in the game. And so we're all like, all right, fuck it. We'll buy one. Um, and so me and him make eye contact. And we're just looking at each other. And eventually he's like, hey, man, um, don't I know you? And I'm like, yep, you do. And he goes, and he just kind of looks at me. And I was like, friends? The bar. He uh, was there that night. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he was hanging out with us. Um, and he just kind of looked at me and I was like, friends on, on Ponce. And he was just like, yeah, but like he did, was making a connection. I finally was like, and I said the girl's name. Yeah. Like just flat out said it. Jim and Will lost their shit. Like almost falling. <laughs> like that girl. <laughs> yeah. They're like falling out of the chair, like at the stadium, like laughing and crying. And our third buddy who was with us, thank God he had enough saving grace to fit, realize what was going on mm-hmm. because the guy selling the King of Pops was like, what the fuck just happened? Like he didn't, I don't know if he knew of everything that happened between me and the girl yeah, and, yeah. and that sort of thing. And so our third buddy, our third buddy goes, see, I'm not the only one who knows someone every time we go to some fucking random place. Like yeah, that's how he tried to save it. And yeah. I was like, thanks. It's still fucking awkward. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's. That's a story that keeps on giving. Oh, no. Yeah. But also... It's a great story. It's a great story. <laughs> it's a great it's a story. story. All right. So, 
I see that you've met some people that you're not 100% crazy about yep. or like had some, you know, less than wonderful experiences with. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had like an amazing experience? Yeah, actually. Um, I've had, I guess, I've had one not on Tinder. Mm-hmm. And then, um, by which I mean, it was like, it was like a real life person. Like I actually knew them, oh. like, I guess like that. Oh, so you didn't, didn't meet them through online dating? This person, no. Like I've had a good experience with online dating, and, yeah. but then I've had one that wasn't online dating. So I've okay. had like, I guess the best of both worlds, Hannah Fair Montana enough. over here. Um, <laughs> so tell me about the online dating one and then okay. tell me about the, the real life one okay. after. So. so the online dating, um, is, uh, was a few months ago. It was the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's an absolutely great person. Uh, we still talk. Yeah. Um, so we matched and we actually didn't even meet on Tinder. Mm. Um, I was going through my phone one day, just cleaning it up, deleting apps. And there's one, um, what's it called? Happen? Yeah. I met somebody on that too. Yeah. I told the story and then I ran into him and it was really awkward. Oh yeah. yeah. Pokemon Go guy. Yeah. Yep. That guy. Got it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's that was right. happened. Yeah. That guy was a douche. Um, so. <laughs> so. Oh, I so hope he listens to this. <laughs> you're a douche if you are, asshole. Um, so. Oh, I feel like that's really harsh. <laughs> well, he is. I'm sorry. Like. Oh, no. Anyway, continue. Um, so I forgot I even had the app. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's the dating thing. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it's kind of creepy. It's like a little, it's a little yeah, weird. Cause yeah. Cause it's like, it's like you only match with them or like they, they show up on your list if you're in the same area. Mm. Like it's, yeah, it's a little weird. It's a cool concept, but it's still weird. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I was just like, oh, she's cute. Whatever. Threw caution in the wind and hit the heart on there or whatever. And mm-hmm. we matched and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember what I first messaged her at all. Um, do you have like a go-to first message? What I try to do is I try to comment on something either in their profile yeah. or on the or one of their pictures. Yeah. Like that's just you to know be like I'm a real person. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I think it was it was something in her profile and she didn't respond for like a day. Yeah. Um, and we started talking uh, and it just kind of went from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, our first date or whatever, we met up at a mellow mushroom. <laughs> and we weren't going to order appetizer. Oh, God. Uh, I have, like, a traumatizing date from a mellow mushroom. I don't know if I talked about this. I can't remember. Maybe yeah, I can maybe. tell that later. But, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, the one of the... Probably, hands down, the worst first date I've ever been. Wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. It was, like, comically bad. <laughs> so, in the moment, I was like, I'm going to tell this story so much later. Like, <laughs> oh, man. That's fantastic. Continue, though. Um... No, so we weren't going to order appetizer, but we ended up doing it because our waitress was, um, it was like she was in training. And mm-hmm. so she's going down the list of appetizers. And in my head, I'm just like, I'm not ordering one, but I'm going to let her do her spiel. She gets the spinach artichoke dip. Mm-hmm. And she goes, would you like the spinach artichoke dick? <laughs> and we're like, what? And she like red, like just crimson red. She's like, oh my dear God. And I lost it. Can I like, say, like, one time, This is these are my favorite, like, at work when you say something ridiculously bad. Mm-hmm. Somebody was phone screening someone else, and then, um, because I'm a recruiter. Yeah, yeah, And they were on the phone, and they were like, meant to say, are you bilingual? But she asked them if they were bisexual. <laughs> like, in her real life conversation, they were like, what? And she was like, bilingual, bilingual, I'm sorry, oh, God. 
That's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, continue. So she said, would you like the spinach and artichoke dick? Yeah, she did. And she was so embarrassed. And to alleviate it, because it, it just made me laugh so much, I was just like, you know what? We're going to order that. Because I felt bad <laughs> I want her. the D. Let's yeah, be honest. That's, that's like what we said. I was just like, yeah, we'll get that D. Um, and so uh, she eventually came back. And uh, she was like, how's the food? And I was just like, straight up, I was like, this is the best D I've ever had in my mouth. It's fantastic. And uh, and so I actually frequent that Mellow Mushroom because yeah. my roommate hosts trivia there. Oh, and cool. so every time I see her, I'm just like, you got any of that dip? And she's just like, yep. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, I know. So the, the date went really well. Yeah. Um, and we... We saw each other for the time, we were about dating or whatever, for like a month and a half, two months, I'd say. Yeah. And we try to see each other at least once a week. I mean, just because she lived uh, like an hour from me or whatever, mm-hmm. which at the time I was like, all right, whatever. This could go somewhere. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so we did a lot of hanging out and kind of within like the second week, I was just like, something's off. Mm-hmm. Like something's not right, like whatever. And so I, I went over to her house uh, on a Saturday. I remember this and in my head, I was just like, depending on how this goes, like it's either going to go somewhere or it's not like, I'm just, you know, I don't, cause at this point, you know, I'm, I'm 26 and because of everything that I've been through, I'm just like, I don't have time to deal with games. I don't want, like, yeah. I'm, like I'm just very honest person now because of what happened. Cause like my ex fiance wasn't honest with me for so long. Mm. And so I made, and that's not good for either person. Yeah. Right. And, and so I tried to put honesty and trust, you know, like brutal honesty sometimes. Yeah. Right. And, um, which is awkward at times, but I, you know, it's just who I am now. Yeah. Um, and so I walk in the door and already in my head, I'm like, depending on how this goes, like, we'll see what happens. And she had already been drinking before I got there and I could tell. Yeah. Um, and she, so we sit down and she goes, I need to talk to you. Um, and I'm not going to go into detail. Uh, but she kind of told me some things from her past and that she was in counseling and this sort of thing. And it was very nice because, I was glad she was being honest with me. Yeah. You know? And I was just yeah. like, all right. So she does feel like this could go somewhere and she's giving me this honesty and she's giving me that respect. Yeah. So it continued. Um, and it just, I don't know. Like it just eventually felt like something was off. Yeah. Like even after that. I don't know if it's, if it was the distance or if we're at two different places in our life. Like I, like for me, and there's like Sometimes you can love the person to right. death, but then like just not be in the same place right yeah. and timing is really important and i think that's what it is i think the timing was just off um you know and we're uh, she's actually 30 so she's four years older than me mm. um which i'm completely okay with i love older women um but like <laughs> shout out <you> single <laughs> ladies <laughs> I, i've always been attracted to older women my ex fiance was older than me yeah um most of the girls i dated in college were older mm-hmm. than me it's just how it's always been for me um and so uh she like she's a homeowner I have an apartment with a roommate. <laughs> like I, I. So like, you are the weakest link in this, <laughs> right? Like I am, and I mean, and I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that at all. It's just no, we're and no. like I'm, I'm still trying to figure out my life right now, yeah. and and you know, battling my demons or whatever, and and she's battling her own stuff, and that's fine. And so uh, we actually had a, a phone call beginning of this month because hmm. we were kind of like fizzling out. It was just very, very slow. Yeah. Um, and I had just gotten back from Michigan. I flew to visit my brother and his family for my niece's birthday. So we talked for about 10 minutes and it was very amicable. It yeah. was very friendly. It was very, hey, like, 
I still, you know, like, I think you're a great person. I like hanging out with you. I would like to see you in the future. I just hang out as friends, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just felt like something was off, whether it be timing or whatever else. And so we still talk. Like, she knows that, like, I was, like, I'm doing this podcast. And I was like, I'm telling her story. <laughs> and she was just like, oh, God, what are you going to say? And I told her, I was like, I have nothing bad to say about you. Yeah. Because like, she knows all my Tinder stories. And I was yeah. just like, I was like, you are the best, like, experience I've ever had from online dating. Like, yeah. I have nothing wrong to say about you. And she's Aww. a very... Hey, you sound awesome. Just for the record, <laughs> this chick I can hang out with. She sounds cool. She's great. And, you know, I I would still hang out with her. And maybe, you know, further down the road, maybe who knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but just right now, just don't work out. And that's fine. To be honest with you, I've, like, casually dated people. Mm-hmm. And I have really good friends because of it. Like, I'm yeah. still friends with, like, two or three that I went on, like, several dates with. And, like, you know, got to know. And, like, they... You know, one of which is actually heavily involved in the show, like has actually really helped like bring it to where it is now and is helping it grow and things like that. And we're totally good friends now, but it took a while. Like, you know, you fizzle out, you kind of like ghost, (laughs) you kind of like go your different different ways and then you'll reconnect in the future about something totally platonic and amicable, you know, Yeah. Um, which was really cool. Like, I I love it when that happens. That's that's so good to like see that when they're like doing really well and like, because you still care about them if if you have a good experience. Well, this week, I know we actually chatted a little bit last night. Uh, She this was her third week at her new position at her job. Cool. Uh, so she's, you know, it's stressful still for her, but she's loving yeah. it. I mean, we just, we, we still talk here and there throughout the week or whatever. So it's just, like I said, she's a great person and I wouldn't yeah. mind hanging out with her or seeing where it could go maybe later on. But right now it just don't work. Cool. Got it. So you have a really great story from someone that is not online dating related. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> take a deep breath. Yeah. So I feel like this is like a more serious Tinder file episode. Like this is like how I feel like it is. I'm not trying to be serious. I've, and I hope it's like, okay. Do you want to tell another story then? Like, do you want to tell something that's like comedic before we jump into your serious story? Oh yeah. So I'm gonna put um, my buddy um, Tim, the one that was in the deer stand. I'm yeah. gonna put him on blast right now. Do it. Tim's um, all blessed. Tim's all blessed. Because. He's a douche. Uh, I love him to death, but uh, we're all douchebags to each other. That's just how we are. Um, but no, so <laughs> I drove out to Carrollton for his birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're out to eat. We're having dinner. And he's drunk as shit because this is his yeah. birthday. Like, he's drunk. I'm buying him shots, whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and my ex-fiance gets brought up. And I'm like, oh, whatever. I don't care. And apparently she had started dating some guy. Okay. And apparently he looked a lot like me, like dressed like me. Like, it was just like, they were like, I was like, this is weird, like hearing this. Uh, and then that's, drunk. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I was just like, something's not right. Like, something's off. Um, but drunk Tim was like, do you want to see him? And I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> and he pulls out her Instagram and shoves it in my face. and was like, look, dude, it's fucking weird. And I'm like. I don't fucking care. Like, I was like, you're an asshole. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do anything because it's your birthday and you're drunk as shit. But you're an asshole. Like, yeah. I wanted to hit him so bad. Uh, he called me the next day and apologized. Oh, good. Because good. one of our friends was like, drunk you was a dick last night. <laughs> like, you're an asshole. That's not, that's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, he felt really bad. It's also kind of funny, but. <laughs> oh, no, it's great. It's hilarious. Um, and I give him shit about it because he gives me yeah. shit about so much stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he's also the same person that gives me shit about like my stories from Tinder and my hooking up and stuff. But yet he encouraged me to join it in the first place. Is he living vicariously through you? I think he is because he's engaged. Okay, yeah, so. that's ex- that explains it. Yeah, <laughs> he was in a long term committed relationship, dating, and they got engaged yeah. last winter. He's and... like, you got to be the fuck up because I can't. Yeah, <laughs> like he was just like, anytime we try to explain Tinder, he's like, I don't know how it fucking works. Like he just he knows nothing about it. Like he's completely oblivious. Yeah. So I have to be, you know. His the one. Gag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Tam, I love you, but you're an asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's one of my favorite stories. But no, so I guess now I'll go into my more serious yeah. story. Yeah. Um, so, the girl, uh, this girl, uh, we actually knew each other from high school. Okay, so this um, is not the non-dating app related. Yeah, this is com- yeah. this is completely like we knew each other in real life. We, you know, I've known each other for years. Um and so I drunkenly one night, a few months after the broken engagement, saw she was on Facebook. And I was like, I haven't talked to her in a long time. Let's drunk chat. And so <laughs> I was like, sounds like a great idea. Right. And I was like, I'm Dude, really drunk. Dude, I cannot drunk. count how many times I've gotten those <laughs> messages. Because <laughs> I never like post any like relationship status or anything like that. So, so I was just like, hey, how like, you doing? Like, yeah. So yeah, we started talking and... Um, we just kind of kept talking from there, I guess. Mm. We started talking, and I was out in Carrollton at the time. Yeah. Uh, I took a job where I'm at now um, in the Atlanta area. And um, so I crashed with my mom and my stepdad for a few months last summer. Yeah. Not this summer. That just happened, but like 2015 summer. And where they lived at the time was also where I went to high school. Yeah. And she was still living there. Mm. Um, and so anyone I knew... Like, my friends were gone. They're all up here. Yeah, they're either in Atlanta or, you know, in fucking Arkansas or wherever the fuck (laughs) they live now. I don't know. And so I was like, look, you know, we've been talking for a few months. Like, I just, I really just need someone to hang out with. Like, I know no one here anymore. Like, I'm like, would you want to hang out? Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, sure. That's cool. And so we went up to dinner. We caught up, that sort of thing. Um, And every now and then we'd grab dinner. We'd hang out. But it was like, we would sit and, like, we'd have dinner. And then we would sit and talk for like two or three hours after that. Like just as friends. Yeah. And it eventually evolved into me like starting to develop feelings. Mm. And I was just like, I, I can't. I was just like, yeah. I, like I, in my head, I was like, am I ready for this? Like, I'm just going to ignore this. Like, I, I just yeah. can't. And when I told her I was moving uh, to where I'm living now with mm-hmm. my roommate, uh, she it was really weird because she got a little upset. She was just like, oh, you're going to like move and forget about me. And I was like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm like, my job is down there. Yeah. And so I was just like, no, I'm, we can still hang out. Like, I was, you know, like, I'm not going to forget about you. Um, and she genuinely thought I was, but, you know, I didn't. And we hung out. And I eventually, um, I just told her one day. Yeah. I was just like, I, I was like, look, this is how I feel. I was like, I don't know how to process this. Like, you know, what I've been through. And, like, I just don't know if I'm ready for anything, that sort of thing. Um, but she felt the same way. Okay. And like, well, there were times where like I could pick up on it, but yeah. like at times I was just like, I don't know if it's just like, if I'm reading wrong. And so I was like, all right, we like each other. That's cool. Great. And this grew. And orga- I'm still fucked up. <laughs> right. Um, and it kind of like grew like organically or whatever, yeah. I guess. Um, and so we started hanging out more with the intentions of seeing where it could go, that sort of thing. Um, and... I remember it was November 1st of last year when I was just like, fuck it, let's do this. Like, I'm ready. Like, I want to date you. I want to be with you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to be in a relationship with you. Um, 
And I remember during that conversation, she was just like, are you sure? Like, I don't mind waiting, like, and seeing where this goes. Yeah. Because, like, at, at this point, like, we had started kissing and stuff. And I was just like, so I think that kind of fueled my, like, wanting to be with her. And it, yeah. like, clouded my judgment at the time. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I one already had the feelings and there was the f- physical coming yeah, into it and that sort yeah. of thing. And she was very much like, we can wait and just see where this goes. And I was like, no, like, I want to be with you. Like, I want to yeah. date you. Um, I feel like there's an uh oh. Yeah, there is. It's coming. Oh. <laughs> um, and so we dated for about a month and a half. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So right before Christmas again. <laughs> you and Christmas. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> fuck the holidays, man. I'm so tired of them. <laughs> I think I just wasn't ready, and I didn't realize it. Yeah. And so like I kind of imploded, mm. and just kind of like freaked out, and and all that, and the, then like I also feel like. We had different ideas when it came to dating. Um, I was very much like, I want to be with you, but I still need to figure this out. Let's take this slow, that sort of thing. But she was very like, let's do everything as a couple. Like, she invited me to go meet her extended family for like an entire weekend. And I was like, no. I'm not ready. We've been together for a month. I don't want to meet your... No. This is weird. Yeah. So we had a lot of arguments about that, that sort of thing. Um yeah. And then also, and I've never told my friends this, so this is the first time they're hearing this right here. <laughs> Sorry, I have you drink water in my mouth really no, dry right now. Good. Building the suspense. <laughs> she was, she said something that like I, she could be very like not understanding at times if I like, but then okay. one time we were talking and like, I, like I'm a football fan, I'm a sports mm-hmm. fan and she's not and that's fine, but we were hanging out with some people and I was talking to one of the guys there that we were hanging out with about football and my alma mater and how we we're doing that season. Cause he, he's a big football fan. So I was talking to yeah. him and that sort of thing. And later on at night, she basically was just like, you know, when I watched you talking to him, he didn't care. No one cares. No one cares about your team. Like she basically said that. And I was like, that's really bitchy. Like <laughs> that's kind of rude. Yeah. yeah. Like what the hell? Like, I'm not calling her a bitch, per se, but I was just like, that's a very mean, like, thing to say. Yeah, this thing that you care about, no one else cares about. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was just like, this is very rude. And she would do that throughout, though. Like, it wasn't the first yeah. time. And looking back, um, I still think she's a great person overall. Yeah. But I just feel like we just didn't click at the time. Yeah. So, that happens. Um, so, that was my first, like, real dating experience after, mm-hmm. like, you know, being after the whole broken engagement thing. Um, so yeah, there's that. Dude, I feel it. <laughs> I feel it so hard. So is there anything else that you want to like add in or like how are you feeling about? Yeah, there's one more story. Okay. <laughs> I knew that there was going to be one more. I could feel it. This is a good one. Okay. And if I didn't tell this, my friends would give me hell. <laughs> this is going to be a doozy. Oh, it's a doozy. <laughs> so... And I don't know anything about this one. No, you don't. Mm. Uh, I kind of didn't want to talk about this one. Oh, no. But this beer's kicking in. Okay. And I'm like... This That's is a... why we give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great story. Okay. Um, so this was... Paint the picture for me. This was last summer. Okay. It was August. Mm-hmm. I remember because um, me and my roommate were still getting settled into our apartment. Yeah. Um, and I matched with this chick. And I'm like, all right, cool. So we get we start talking, we start, you know, whatever, flirting. And um I think this was like the same day we matched. Like it just like 
quickly progressed to like, hey, I think you're cute. And to like, hey, like, do you want to have sex? Like, whoa. Yeah. Like, she apparently was like looking for a rebound or whatever. Because she told me she was just like, yeah, like, you know, I wasn't like she was engaged at one point. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, oh, cool. Like, And so I was like, I was like, hey, here's my story with that. Like, I understand where you're coming from and that sort of thing. Yeah. Which should have been a red flag. And I will <laughs> get there. So we're talking and we're talking like all day. Yeah. And it's like, shit, I'm drunk. Because we were stayed in that night because we were still unpacking and we're just hanging out, whatever. And drinking, hanging out by ourselves. It's like 1.30 in the morning. We're still texting. She was just like, I really wish you were here right now. I was just like. I don't know how I'm getting there. I'm drunk as shit. It ain't happen. It did not happen. And then she started sending me pictures. And I was like... And you're like, be right there. I was like... I looked at my roommate and I was like, bro, I don't... What do I do? And he was just like, don't fucking do it. He was like, just stay home. Like, you'll be fine. And I was like, all right, you're right. And then she calls me. Oh. And she's doing things to herself, shall I say. Oh, God. Drunk me was like, fuck it. So I'm like, I gotta go. I hang up on her, and I'm like, bro, I don't, should I? And he's like, he's like, I'm going to bed. Fuck it, do what you do. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not responsible. Yeah, for he was just decisions. like, I, at the point, he was like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, you're a dumbass. I'm going to bed. Um, I had a free lift credit. <laughs> I was like, I'm going. I'm doing this. She's like 20 minutes away. Okay. So I have a 20 minute ride in this lift with drunk, this awkward drunk awkward with this girl i don't know like driving me yeah and uh, which was actually a really cool conversation she's in the film industry and we talked about that for a while so that was cool <laughs> so he gets to her house i finally get there and it's like two in the morning hmm. um didn't go to bed till like six or seven okay yeah like it was really nice i'll just say that <laughs> Like it was fun. It was nice. It was like, fuck yes. Like, like in my we head. We are the play-by-play podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going the play-by-play on this one. No, it's too many details. Um, but no, it was just like in my head. I was like, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I'm seeing all this shit. Like I'm, uh, you know, living my own life now. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. Like it was just like one of those experiences where it was just like, yeah, like I'm liberated. I'm a bachelor. Do what the fuck I want. Like that sort of thing. Uh huh. Um. So eventually, uh, we start talking, and um, you know the whole like her ex thing comes up, blah blah whatever. And I was like, oh, so like, when did you like get out of the relationship, or whatever? Oh, like a week or two ago. <laughs> oh God, fuck! Like, and in my head, I'm thinking that's when I joined Tinder, and it wasn't good. Yeah. I was just like, no. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! And here's where it gets better. I don't think my friends know this. <laughs> She had a roommate that was a guy, which is fine, whatever. Yeah. Her ex fiance's best friend. Yeah, she dropped that on me. And I was like, I'm going to die. Oh, God. I was like, because he, he was there. Oh, no. Like, in his room, like asleep. But I was like, he's going to wake up and see me. And I'm going to die. And she's going to call him. I'm getting shot. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm going to fucking die. Didn't die, obviously. So narrowly we, escaped. Very narrowly. <laughs> So, we uh, eventually wake up a few hours later. It's like nine, ten, whatever. And I'm like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna like Uber out of here. Like I'm getting the fuck out. I don't know why I agreed to it. I don't know why I just refused. 
But she drove me home. Oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah, that was interesting. And here is an exclusive for not only the podcast, but for my friends. Okay. They don't know this part. Okay. So, my friends listening, I'm sorry. You're going to hate me for a little bit, but you're going to be proud of me at the same time. Okay. (laughs) I eventually started thinking with the right head. So... I remember it was December. It was like right after The Force Awakens came out because I went to go see it with some friends of mine. Mm-hmm. And this was uh, not long after the girl I talked about where we dated and it wasn't through the app. It was like we knew each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was like a week after that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the girl that I just told you about uh, who, you know, went to her place, you know, whatever. She texted me out of nowhere. And I was like, all right, that's weird. I was like, hey, how are you? Um, and I was like, well, I'm going in to see a movie. Like, I'll talk to you later. Like, didn't think anything about it. We get back to my buddy's place after the movie and she texts me again. She's like, I'm really drunk. And I was just like, are you okay? Like, like what's going on? Like, do you have a ride home? She's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. Whatever. Like, I've got a ride. I'm like, all right, cool. Just get home safe. And so eventually she's like, hey, my ride had a bell. And I was like, then call Uber. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I can't help you. I'm not your dad like i don't understand but eventually like recently no longer in a relationship part of my brain (laughs) was like hey buddy you know she's a good time (laughs) we've we've been to this rodeo before we've been this man you can do this and i was just like all right you know what and plus like like i am a like generally i am a good guy but like in that moment it was like good guy versus like opportunistic yeah yeah and so i was like hey i'm like 15 20 minutes away i'll come pick you up yeah uh, the only reason why i'm telling the story is because it's ugh, i'm drunk right at this point i'm buzzed i've got a good buzz going on so i don't care right now yeah. um this ipa is delicious and i'm not an ipa fan at all yep anyway continue. but uh so i go to the bar she's at and sit at the bar with her for a few minutes and she is drunk oh like drunk drunk uh-oh. Like, trying to be sexy, nibbling on my ear kind of drunk, which is fine with me, but she, like, it felt like her teeth pierced the fucking skin. Oh. And I was just like, nope, this was a bad idea. Yeah. It's like, I'm getting her home, and yeah. that's it. Good. And I went back and forth in my own head, and I was in, like, the opportunistic part of me was like, dude, really? And I was like, yeah. Like, I don't, no. This is bad. <laughs> and so... Uh, eventually it was like, all right, let's get in the car. Like we got to get you home. And when we get out there, she pushes me against my own car and she starts like heavily making out with me. And like, she's like, when she's doing it, she's biting my ear again, but she's making noises and it's like not sexy at all. And I'm just like, get in the damn car. You're just a mess. Yeah. Like, there's like people like watching. I'm like, get the fucking car. Like, this is weird. Like, this is just nasty. So like at one point as we're driving down the road, for example, like her hand goes out her pants and she's like doing stuff to herself. And I'm like, no, like in any other given situation, maybe this would be sexy, but you're so fucking gone right now that it's not like, if you're not going to remember this tomorrow, it's not sexy. anymore. (laughs) And I was just like, I can't deal with this. And she's like, well, let's go to your place, which is like 20, 30 minutes away. And I'm like, nope. And I was just like, I uh, haven't had a reason to buy condoms in a while. So I don't have any. Yeah. And she's like, well, stop at a store. And I'm like, nope, not going to. Let's just, let's just go to your place. Let's get you in bed. Like, let's, let's yeah. get you home. 
she finally is like, yeah, we'll go to my place. I have condoms. And I'm like, cool. That sounds great. Like, I was like, all right, this is my excuse to get her home and like yeah. leave. So we get into the driveway and she bolts out the car and she's like, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to grab a few things and then we'll go to your place. I'm like, ah, fuck. Like, what do I do? Because like her jacket was still on my car and yeah. I was just like, I'm not. This is weird. And so after like two minutes of waiting, I was like, fuck this. Grab her jacket, threw it on her porch, like on a chair, and like <laughs> texted her. And I was like, I'm sorry. I've got to go. I can't do this. Get some sleep. Drink water. Yeah. Hope you feel better. So I'm like, all right, cool. I escaped. We're good. Nothing happened. She's probably going to hate me. Don't give a shit. Yeah. As I'm driving, uh, my phone makes a noise. And he's sitting next to me. And I'm just like, I've never heard him make that noise. That must be a new app update or something. That's weird. So we're driving. I'm driving. Uh, and I call, I call a buddy of mine and, and tell him about this. And he's just like, you're a dumbass. But I'm glad you didn't do anything. He's like, because you don't need to right now. You have her um, phone. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah. So I uh, get to my exit. Yeah. On the interstate. And it's like. 11 midnight like it's late yeah and my phone goes off like I, I, I was holding it for some reason I felt it I looked down and it's an email address and it has her name she goes you have my phone and I'm like fuck so I look down and it's there and I'm like oh, fuck I'm like I'm like 15 minutes away from her place like I'm fucking up the road like I'm like yeah. I booked it and so I eventually I text her. I said, God damn it. All right. I, um, I'll be there. Like, it's going to be a few minutes, like traffic, whatever. Like, I, I, like, it's late. I'll get there. So all the while she's like texting me and she was just like, you're an asshole. Like, she's like, you're like, she's berating me. And I'm like, this is deserved. I know, but I'm bringing your phone back. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. And then like, I get like, t- like I'm about to turn onto her street and she texts me again and she's like, well, looks like I'm about to call the cops because you stole my phone and you're not answering me. And I'm like, I'm fucking answering you. You're too drunk to realize it. Like, I'm right here. Oh, God. I pull up and I see her silhouette in her door. Yeah. The front door. She takes off running. I could see her leave. And as she's, <laughs> it's really funny because as she's leaving, she's turning on like every single fucking light for some reason. Like her, her house is lighting up like a Christmas tree. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Can you not see your house? Like, what the fuck? And I can tell the way she's going, she's going to her room. Because I remember, like, the layout of the house and all that. So, I, like, pull in, slam my brakes in, like, the middle of the driveway, get out, run to the fucking front door, threw the phone down, like, on her jacket, which was still there, by the way, uh, and bolted back in my car. And I, like, peeled out just about and, like, as I'm, like, getting onto the street, like, backing out of her driveway, I could see her, like, open the door and just look at me. Like, are you fucking kidding me? So, I text her again. I was like, hey, uh, that's your jacket, by the way. You left it in my car. Good night. And just fucking took back off. Like, I was just like, I'm out. Like, I'm completely, I'm an asshole in this moment. I'm a dick. I don't give a shit. Like, uh, But to be fair, mad respect. You made the right fucking decision. I did, somehow. After the first two minutes of being with her, it wasn't a very difficult decision at all. I was just like, this is not attractive. Like, there's like, a, like when someone's intoxicated and they're flirting with you and yeah. it's reciprocate, like, they're, they're, it can be kind of sexy. But this yeah. was just like, nope. Sloppy drunk mess. Oh, yeah. Like, it was hot, hot mess. Like, it was rough. Oh, no. Um, Poor girl. And so she doesn't say She was anything. obviously not in a good place. Yeah, still. 
Uh, and I haven't talked to her since or anything. <laughs> I, I mean, I can imagine not. Right. Yeah. That's been almost a year. Jesus. And so she does eventually text me, though. And she's like, well, I guess I appreciate you bringing me home, asshole. <laughs> I'm like, I don't give a shit. You can hate me. I don't care. I don't care. I can live with myself. <laughs> like, I felt like such an asshole, but like, because one, like, I would have been an asshole because I would have hooked up with her to basically, like, use her for that reason, I mm-hmm. guess. And I realized that. And then also I realized, like, you're not in a place to do anything. Like, you mm-hmm. just got out of a relationship. It was rough at the end. Like, you you can't do this. Um, and so I was an asshole still, but, like, in a nice way. Yeah. Which is weird to say. But. So the moral of the story is that you truly are a nice guy. That's your brand. To a fault. <laughs> to a fucking fault. Like, like in college, for example, like, I didn't do the hookup thing, really. Yeah. I, well, I take that back. Um, so you started this off saying that you were a dirtbag, but. I, I was a dirtbag in the sense, and I, and I admit this, um, knowing that some of your listeners are probably going to think I'm an asshole, and I get that. Like, college me is an asshole. Yeah. Um, I, because of my past before I got to college, I had some, like, family relationship issues, and it really mm-hmm. affected me. Mm-hmm. And so I basically, like, emotionally used girls in college for the first few years. Yeah. Um, which I completely regret, like, to this day. And what's really great, though, is that, the like, the two, the, the main ones, they're in really good, loving, happy marriages now. Yeah. And so I'm very, like... Glad that they're happy and all that, and I'm sorry that I was an asshole to them. Yeah. Um, I really didn't do the hooking up thing, although my ex fiance was a hookup. <laughs> she was dating. That somebody. didn't work out. Yeah. No, and she was dating someone else at the time. Yeah. Uh, no, I was a full fledged asshole at times in college, yeah. and that was an asshole moment. I'm not proud of it. Uh, and it took a few years, but I eventually got the karma. <laughs> it caught up to me. Goodness is though, is that I sold that damn ring. So, okay. Yeah, I sold that. It was like. Done with this shit. Yeah. Like, I sold it, I think it was March this year. Okay. So, yeah, it took a while, but eventually, like, it wasn't as much money as I wanted, but I was just like, fuck it, I'm done. Like, I just yeah, went out of my life. Yeah, you get rid of it. Because it was the last thing connected me to her, and I was mm-hmm. just like, I'm done. So, yeah, uh, I have been the asshole before, um, but it's just, overall, it's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially now, like, I just... Like, I, I know that I could probably, you know, do the hookup thing and have mm-hmm. meaningless sex and all that. But I just, at this point, because one, where I'm at in my life, I want something meaningful. But then also, yeah. like, I just don't want to be that guy. It's just, it's not fun. It's more taxing. That's just not who you are. Yeah, and it's, it's just more taxing than anything else. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's not worth it. It is. It's rough. Yeah. Casually dating is probably harder than just regular dating. It really is. Like, that's what I've discovered to, like, keep things, like, don't develop feelings. And I hear people say, like, I caught the feels all the time. And it's, like, it's exhausting. You know? I kind of took myself out of the picture. But I was just, like, no, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. No, I'm with you. And that's and that's why, like, with Tinder, one reason I'm just bored of it in general. But then also, like, it's, the thing about Tinder is that it's such a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Like, one of your experiences and then two, like... You, didn't, you don't know anyone's attentions. You yeah. really don't. Um, and that's why the app that I'm kind of using now that I really like is Coffee Meets Bagel. I don't know if you've I heard see, this See, I've heard bad things about that. Really? Yeah. I haven't really heard a lot of positive reviews. Really? Are you You've had good luck with it? I, I've had some... Do you know how it works at all? Yeah, so like a girl can only message you, like only message one person or match with one person once every 24 hours or something. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. Because I've had multiple matches. 
I have, like, within the same 24 it's, hours. I think it's more geared towards, like, women okay. being limited a little bit. Okay. With, like, you, or like, once every 12 hours or something. Okay. I don't know. Like, Tink talked about it in yeah, yeah, yeah. the episode that we did. Um, I've never used it, though. Well, I like it because I feel like with it, it seems like to me overall, there's a more like serious feel to it. There's more like I'm going to be intentional with this app. I'm going to be intentional with what I'm doing. Yeah. This is my experience from it. Yeah. And I actually have um, I have dinner plans on this coming up Monday with a girl that I met on there. Oh, cool. Um, so we'll see what happens. So. Maybe that'll be another story. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if it is, you have to do follow up. <laughs> oh, definitely. And I would love to come back at any time to talk about anything. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's been fun. Um, I apologize to the, listener, to the listeners. I know that a lot of the Tinder file stories have been more like comedic, I feel like. <laughs> um, but this for me, it's just like. Well, I think Z's episode wasn't necessarily comedic. Like, yeah, he t- he talked true. a lot about his life and just life. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah his, um, so it really like varies depending on the person and, and yeah. really what your life has been like. But Yeah, and my life has been interesting to say the least. <laughs> interesting. And very, very interesting. <laughs> Well, I really appreciate you coming on to the show. I've really enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun. Um, So I'm your host, Veeps. And I'm J-Man, and you sure as hell don't know me. Hey guys, if you liked what you heard today, be sure to head over to our website. It's ydkmpodcast.com. We have more information about our guests from the show as well as some show notes. Also, feel free to follow us on social media. We are at ydkmpodcast on everything. As usual, the music in this episode is courtesy of bensound.com. That's B-E-N-S-O-U-N-D.com. 